Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Welcome to another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm editor Alexis Brum. Today we have for you a podcast from Point of Rental, where product innovation manager John Wooten chats with content generator Brian Beaudry to talk about lessons from 2020, what will change in 2021, and what's available to help businesses tackle touchless processes. Let's get to the bottom of that now. Hey everyone, I'm Brian Beaudry here from Point of Rental and I'm joined by my colleague, John Wooten. Hi, John. Hey, how's everybody doing? Uh, I think we're doing pretty fine. Office is pretty empty, so it's me and uh, Wayne right now. (laughs) All right, so let's get to this. Uh, Let's establish our bona fides. I, for example, I'm a marketer. Uh, Please check out our podcast by searching for Point of Rental on any of your podcasts. I've rented equipment once or twice in my life, uh, both times since I've been here at Point of Rental for a couple of projects we've done. And no one is here to hear from me. So... John, why should people believe that you know what you're talking about? That's a great question. Um, (laughs) Have some confidence, John. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. good question, Brian. Why should people even listen to what I'm having to say? Um, So, you know, I've been working in the rental industry since 1983. So that's a long time ago. If somebody's, I was going to say, that's when I was born, so... I, yeah, that's, I remember that. Yeah. So like really old, you know, that's a long time ago. Um, now, seriously though, I started working in the rental industry before I graduated high school and I've, I've been in every potential position just about, or performed every task possible in a, in the rental industry since then I've worked for mom and pops. I've worked for national rental organizations. So I understand the dynamics between them and, and the implications of, of local economies and national economies. And, and then my last stint was I oversaw the operations of 13 equipment lo- rental locations um, for the last 18 years of my rental career. Uh, last seven of those, I was the CEO overseeing those 13 locations. No, that's probably why I asked you to join me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm here making rental better for everyone. All right. Well, I'm glad you're here. Um, If you're still running a rental business right now, what are three things that you'd be doing to prepare for 2021? Well, first, I think, you know, continue to face the reality that the pandemic is still here. It's still real. And unfortunately, will probably continue to affect um, the business well into 2021. So to me, what that means, uh, you know, in terms of preparation is just keep doing what you've been doing, keep the staff focused on employee and customer safety, um, you know, and and just continue to implement and uh, keep those safe practices and things going. I think that's just first and foremost, we can't let up yet. Um, On a more optimistic note uh, for the equipment rental industry, Initially, you know, immediately, I think, I think there's going to be a big uptick in business. I think in spite of the lingering effects, uh, you know, the equipment industry, as per usual, has been a little bit more resilient to economic woes, uh, as with, you know, in terms of other industries, but um, I would be prepared for a big takeoff um, come the season, you know, after the winter 
subsides heading into spring. I think it's going to be great for the event industry. Um, you know, I think it's just going to be continue to be more tied closely to the pandemic and the vaccine distribution. Yeah. That's that said, <laughs> the second half of 2021 could be massive for the event industry because people are just going to be chomping at the bit to get out there and celebrate uh, all the delayed weddings and events and all those things that people have just been putting off and putting off. I, it, it could create a real uh, inventory control issue for the yeah. event industry in the, in the second half. So that's, you know, in terms of business, that's, that's what I foresee. And then the third thing I would um, be doing is looking for talent. Uh, you know, the, the grim reality, a lot of people lost their jobs through this whole thing. But that also means that there's potentially some people out there that uh, you could bring onto your team. Um, you know, pre-pandemic, finding talent was really difficult. It was a real challenge for every business owner. So yeah. now maybe there's a little bit more talent out there available. Looking for a change and uh, ready to start contributing it too. Yeah, yeah. So I used to work in sports before I came to Point of Rental. Uh, whenever I talked to coaches, I'd always hear them talking about how you can learn where you learn where a team really is when they face some adversity. Uh, so what are some of the biggest things you think we've learned this year about the rental industry? You know, honestly, nothing new. I, I've been in the industry, like I said before, for a long time. I've been through a lot of downturns and tough periods, um, you know, nationally, as far as locally, uh, you go through tough times. And without a doubt, the rental industry, anybody who's in the rental industry knows that, um, the people are genuine and helpful, always looking out to, to offer advice and, and um, lend a hand. And it's just always been an industry like that where, uh, yeah, you have your competitors, but there are so many people in the industry. There's such great networking available for the rental industry um, to be able to reach out and, and voice a concern or a, a problem. And it's amazing that, to see that people, you know, reach out and, and offer their advice. Um, I, I would say the ARA this last year is did a really great job of putting together a uh, coronavirus chat group that was very, very active. A lot of people helping each other out with the whole PPP process and just sanitizing and all, all everything that was new to all of us, you know, seven months ago. Um, and you know, so things like Facebook groups and LinkedIn um, have allowed that in spite of not being able to, you know, have in-person gatherings, those yeah. digital gatherings have really been great. Yeah. One of the things I've noticed is that like when there's even competitors, it's people are willing to work with each other, send each other business. And it's like, Hey, if I can't help you, I'm going to get you helped. And there's a lot more focus on basically just getting problems solved rather than worrying about competition. Yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a common understanding in the rental rental industry that if you're helping the customer who's called you, you're helping your reputation. And so even if it means you uh, send them to a competitor, you know, the idea is that you help that customer and hopefully they'll call you next time first. So yeah. Okay. So we're mentioning a lot of stuff about kind of cutting down interaction and and kind of removing some of those personal things and opportunities for viruses to spread. 
Um, and technology does a lot of that. As a consumer, I've noticed a lot of cool tech recently. Um, I am not a very fancy person when it comes to food. I will just eat whatever pizza is there. And Little Caesar, since this thing started, there's one right by my place. And it, like I can order on my app and then I scan in a code. I get there, there's this little locker that just has my pizzas in it. And then I can go home without ever interacting with another human being. I just have my food magically appear and I go home. Uh, is there anything kind of like that that exists in the rental industry? Are we moving towards that or no? Oh, absolutely. There's, um, you know, we have a at point of rental. We have a, a lock, a locker program where you can uh, do a similar thing and have um, a pickup or, or return equipment into lockers. Um, and I'll agree with you that I'm using technology that probably has been there for a while. Um, but I, I was never in a position where I had to use it sometimes, or, or, or maybe I just wasn't as comfortable with it. Yeah. And of course, at point of rental, we're, you know, we've been, we're forward thinking, cutting edge technology thinking, um, that's, that's who we are. That's, that's what we've always done. Um, but I think what, what everyone has gone through has put us in a position to where we've kind of had to use some technology that we typically, maybe we would not have in the in previously yeah. and, be, and being forced to use it and then realizing how cool it is and how convenient it is. Um, I think is, it's, it's really about, it's really changed a lot of mindsets of a lot of people. Are you anticipating that's going to play into uh, kind of rental um, processes that moving forward that people have gotten kind of used to that whole not interacting with people or is. Well, yeah, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to know for sure how, how it's going to be once, things get back to quote unquote normal and what that looks like. I, I think it's just hard to know. My, my sense is, is what you don't know the future, John, come on. <laughs> no, unfortunately, um, you know, my sense is, is the in-store experience along with the in, in-person sales efforts is going to come back. I think, you know, many customers, they like to have that in-store experience, especially your, your inexperienced DIY folks, they want to see the equipment, they want to maybe get a preview of how it works and see their options. And while you can do that on a website, um, I think a lot of people want to have that interaction with a with an expert, that equipment expert to show them and even more so I think in the rental industry, they want to sit in the chairs Are the chairs comfortable, they want to touch the, the linens and what are the linens like and, and they want to look at the glasses and pick them up and you know, people, it's a very tactile process, I think, for the event industry, too. So I, I think it's going to come back. Having said that, there are a lot of consumers, like you just mentioned with your pizza experience, younger consumers are, are way more ready and desiring to have a, a non-human purchasing experience, um, which I am, too. The old guy here, I, I like that, too. But it just depends, you know, on, on what you're doing and what you're buying. Um, so I just think the rental industry does lend itself more to in-person. So I yeah, think- Yeah, I feel, I feel like with pizza, I kind of know what I'm expecting when I get there. But with like a rental thing that I've never used before, I probably would want someone who knows what they're doing and yeah, coach yeah. me through it. Yeah. Having said that, if you're a contractor and, and you get a skid steer or what have you, on a regular basis, you know, be able to pick up your phone and order it. Um, 
which of course we've always been able to do that. You call in and you talk to somebody. Um, yeah. <laughs> but through the pandemic, you know, people have gotten more into, you know, going in and placing the, you know, order request online and then, and then maybe a sales rep calls you back and confirms it and books it and gets everything set up for you. But yeah, I think, I think um, like the technology discussion right before this, I think technology, a lot of technology was, was implemented as a result of the pandemic. And it, it's, we're just not going to revert back to the way it was. It's going to revert back to somewhere in between probably uh, because I think, again, you have those younger consumers that like it and, and then you have other consumers that want that in-person experience. So I also wanted to ask, um, since you mentioned that there's going to be opportunities to hire people um, and there's this kind of different way of interacting with people in the future, does it affect how you're going to like what you're looking for when you're hiring someone? Um, I don't think so. You know, the rental industry is, is a, you got to wear a lot of hats industry anyway. I mean, bigger locations, you know, with more people, you tend to be, you know, stay in your lane a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, the majority of the rental companies out there, you know, run pretty tight ships. Uh, the people that work there tend to wear a lot of hats. Um, of course, technicians are specialized. Uh, commercial drivers are specialized, but even those folks, you know, it's not unusual for them to have to help a customer, have those customer service skills. And of course, everybody today needs to have some sort of technology skill. Yeah. Um, I think that's just, just happening, you know, naturally. People, again, people are being exposed to it more, so they're becoming more comfortable with it. But I don't, yeah, I don't think it uh, changes like all of the changes we've gone through doesn't necessarily change the type of person you're looking for. You're still looking for hardworking, honest, um, flexible, willing to flexible and yeah. skilled people. Yeah. 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 It's always good to be, it's always good to find uh, people that are like, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the unicorns, there's a few unicorns out there. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, John, for joining me today. I'll let you get back to work helping them create the rental software people's dreams. Right on. Well, thank you for having me. It's been awesome. And that's our episode. Thanks to Brian and John for sharing their conversation with us. Tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals The Bottom Line on 4constructionpros.com. And hey, please don't forget to subscribe now so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening, everyone.